Hey, it's Greg Harrelson here with my, uh, you know, uh, co-host Abe Safa. We're both, of course, with Century 21, the Harrelson Group, uh, located in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And we're going to just bring you the latest news as to what's going on in the Myrtle Beach real estate market. Uh, that's why we call it Myrtle Beach Real Estate TV. We want to basically bring you the most current news, the most current data and information that would influence um, you know, the values or the, the saleability of, of uh, local real estate, whether it's condo uh, on the oceanfront, condo on a golf course, residential homes, retirement areas or whatnot. Our commitment is to just bring you the most relevant and current information we can. We understand it's kind of tough sometimes to find good, accurate information because uh, it's just not out there. A lot of the information on the internet is outdated. It's not current. It might be from a few months ago. And it's hard to make real estate decisions when you're dealing with uh, you know outdated in information. We want to make sure that you're the most informed property owners in the Grand Strand. So, um, Abe, thanks for joining me again. Hey, Greg, always a pleasure. Yeah. So, what what's on the what, what's the topic for today, Abe? Well, let's go ahead and, and just dive into you know the conversation. I know we're going to come up with a, and talk about some um, some numbers and some data regarding the condos. But uh, other than that, what's uh, you know what's the other topics that we want to just go ahead and touch on before we get into the uh, the data, the numbers? Absolutely. So the biggest news right now is, is the beaches opening back up last yep. week. Restaurants opening back up last week for um, outdoor seating. And now all of a sudden this week, as of Monday, restaurants have been able to actually serve indoors. Right. Yeah. So that's that's the biggest news. In my opinion, that's what everybody's talking about. That's what everybody wants to know, especially people from out of town is, um, you know, what's going on at the beach? Is it back to normal? Are we at least trending back to some sort of normalcy? So we'd like to discuss that. So let's just yeah. uh, dive right in. Um, so as I mentioned, as of Monday, <clears throat> restaurants are actually open. Um, hotels, condos have been open. And as of the 15th, which is Friday, they can actually start taking reservations uh, uh, indefinitely. I mean, as far out as they want to go. Yeah, for um, rentals. You're talking about for condo rentals, Airbnb rentals and things like that, which, which, by the way, is a very important thing. So we're talking about the market or businesses being open. But, you know, let's go ahead and talk a little bit more about when you say, well, on the 15th, they're able to take bookings. So on the beginning of the month, they were allowed to honor bookings that were already on the books up until the 15th. And there were some restrictions on occupancy, which really hard to track. So you can imagine that most of the people that had an existing booking, they were allowed to come in and, and go into the property. But now starting Friday, they're allowed to make new bookings, um, which should increase the amount of uh, it should should increase the occupancy rate at some point. We um, have I've talked to as a matter of fact, I talked to a hoteler yesterday and I asked them, I said, you know, how are bookings? He says, ah, you know, July is probably going to be a great month, meaning that they do see that they are getting that they're starting to um, to see more requests for July. But the remainder of May and June looks like it's going to be pretty soft. Now, they also say we're praying that everything, you know, works out and COVID-19 and more cases are not. Um, it doesn't get out of, uh, you know, um, I guess it doesn't escalate to a level that causes us to go backwards and maybe slow down, um, you know, some of the businesses and the reservations that they take. Who knows if that'll happen? But right now, if everything stays the same, they think it'll be a very weak May. 
it'll be a very soft June, and um, and and it looks like July could pan out to be fairly decent. So that's coming direct from um, hotelers in this area. Conversations that I had with them. Um, that, that's very comparable to what I'm hearing as well from from my friends in the hotel industry and and property managers in town. So so the beach being open is one thing whether people are going to start showing up and at what level they're going to start showing up is a whole different conversation. Um, yeah. but, but at least, you know, for, for the owners in town, condo owners in town that rely heavily on, on rental income for their businesses, restaurants. I mean, this is a, a heavy uh, tourist attraction. So a lot of our income in this market really depends on the tourism industry. Now, whether it's the right thing or wrong thing to open up too early or not, that's a whole different conversation, right? Our job is just to report what's happening and what, how we think it'll impact the real estate market. Yeah. So, uh, can I mention one more thing yeah, yeah. to cut you off there? Um, but I think it's relevant. So, um, you know, hotelers and what they're give the feedback they're given to us uh, in, in terms of, you know, the reservations and the requests for reservations that they're having. That's a good indication of what um, condo owners should probably expect right now, because I think condo owners, rental management companies, some of these oceanfront condos, these rental companies, companies or condo uh, complexes off the beach, they're probably going to have a very they probably had a very weak April. Um, and, and our market is tend to be a little bit slow in April, but I'm sure it was slower than than normal. May should be a fairly weak May. Uh, June would be weaker than normal. So it's probably not necessarily going to be a profitable month, which typically condo owners need June to be a profitable month. July looks like it could be, maybe it gets back to normal in July. And I say normal in July, meaning that particular month, because there we, we, we have overwhelming occupancy rates during July. So even if less people you know, are, are, are booking, we almost reach 100% capacity in some weeks. Um, so I think uh, occupancy will will be good in July unless something changes. And then we'll see what happens in August and September. Um, I think that a lot will have to do. Our school's going to open, um, you know, what the situation is. That's almost too far down the line to predict. But I think condo owners should, should expect that um, no matter what happens with the opening of Myrtle Beach, the overall year is likely to be down when it comes to uh, gross rental revenue for uh, for the units. Yeah, I think that's one thing we know for certain, right? So a lot of these condo owners, you can definitely count on on a, on a very weak uh, rental income season. Um, yeah. Now, we've got some opinions on how that's going to impact the condo market. And I've got some numbers that we're going to share later on in the broadcast about the condo market. But we have seen um, a big spike in, in activity in the market over last week. Uh, have you seen that as well? As, uh, as yeah. As buyer demand? Yeah. 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 So, you know, on that, as a matter of fact, I had a meeting this morning um, in anticipation for, uh, you know, this conversation, I had a meeting with uh, eight agents um, that uh, that I know do a lot of business, make a lot of sales. So they do a lot of real estate transactions and the majority of their business is working with buyers. Like they're not what you would call a listing agent that just takes a listing. They're, they're agents that are really working with buyers. In, um, or, or a high volume of buyers. And I asked them a few questions. Number one, how are they doing? What are they seeing? And here's what they said. They says, oh my gosh, we are so busy. Now, now two weeks ago, they didn't say that, but you know, I'm checking in with uh, various resources and sources on a weekly basis. And they said they're just very busy. One of them said they wrote five offers, right? Wrote five contracts in the last uh, week. Uh, a few of them were saying that they had buyers that um, 
that they that are really are, are able, ready, and uh, motivated to buy, but uh, they're they can't find the inventory. So the inventory uh, shortage is is really causing uh, them challenges. And they shared with me situations where their buyers were in multiple offer type of scenarios, which tells me that there's a very active buying market right this moment. Now again. We have to take this stuff week by week, day by day, because a lot of things are changing. But if we take today as a snapshot in time, and you know those old Polaroid cameras, if we took a Polaroid picture and shook that thing out and look at that picture right now, there's a lot of activity. There's a lot of sales going on and sellers, they're actually selling their property at higher prices. It's a seller's market right this moment overall as a real estate market. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that's driven by two things. There's still a lot of demand for this area. A lot of retirees moving down here. And then inventory on the single family home side is still very low. It's the lowest it's been since 2007. Uh, when we go into numbers, we're going to talk about condo scenarios. It's a little bit different right now. Yes. Um, we'll, we'll get into that. So so the beaches are open. Things are, are starting to normalize um, and, and we're getting there. Yeah. Um, yeah. One other thing to mention, I think that we, we you know, we want to bring to the attention. There was a time and I think it was one, in one of our earlier broadcasts that we shared that there was a bank. Um, I believe it was Chase at that time yes. that, um, you know, they made some changes. They made some changes and they said, um, you know, we're not going to give loans, certain types of loans. It, it, it's not every single loan, but they made some changes in their requirements of credit scores. And um, at that time, it was like, well, we're going to, you know, restrict the amount of loans that we give with people that have credit scores less than 700. Now, you got to understand, there's mortgage companies and banks out there that give give loans to people that are in the low 600s all day long. Mm -hmm. So for a bank to go in and say, well, we're going to stop, um, you know, doing loans with people under 700, that was a big deal. Then, um, then I think we talked maybe last broadcast, I think you brought up, Abe, that there were some banks that said they're going to put a stop to doing refinancing and especially cash out refinancing, right. which the purpose of that was is to make sure people don't like pull their equity out because then if the market was to turn down, then we could find ourselves upside down in the mortgage and there could be an issue with defaults. Well, the latest thing to happen since last broadcast is I was told from a, a good resource that um, that even Bank of America is now starting to to, to tighten their um, their criteria for credit scores. As a matter of fact, a local lender told me that through their um, through their management, the management had shared that Bank of America is going to start limiting some of the loans that they're doing and require credit scores above 750. Wow. Now, again, let's not panic. I'm not saying that there's no money out there because Bank of America, Chase, Wells Fargo, they're very big banks. So they, they kind of, they make, sometimes they'll make decisions that, but it's not reflective on the entire industry. Meaning if somebody goes to a, a, a bank like Bank of America right now, and for some reason they're rejected because their credit score is under 750, that doesn't mean we can't find them alone. There's plenty of lenders. We have lender partners that we work with every day in the industry that can give them loans. But what I find newsworthy is that the trend in the banking industry is to kind of tighten up right. their criteria on lending. The key is, is I can't tell you why they're doing it, but I can tell you it always concerns me when they're doing it. 
Meaning like, what are they seeing? What are they afraid of down the road or in the horizon that we don't see? You know, or do they see that there's some challenges in the horizon? I, I guess I don't know because I'm not them. But if we just use logic, why wouldn't they want those loans? Right. Probably because they see something that we don't see. So we need to be cautious, cautiously optimistic about where the market's heading. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, and a lot of people out there are going to be able to report you current numbers and what's happening. That's easy to point out, right? Yeah. So but what, yeah. what we're going to try to do is trying to look, look ahead and see signs like this and at least have the conversation of what could this possibly mean? And yeah, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned as to why they're getting so conservative. And once again, I want to point out, as you mentioned, this isn't across the board with all lenders, right? We're seeing specific lenders make specific decisions, uh, but we're hearing more and more every single day, right? So yeah. I don't know if it's, a, if it's going to be a common trend in the, in the lending industry or not, but it's definitely something worth keeping an eye on. Yes. Yeah. And, and what it, what their forecast is, what they think is going to happen with the with the market and the economy. Um, I agree. But, Why don't but yeah, we the numbers. Let's go ahead and get yeah, it. Yeah, let's let's dive right into the numbers. So last last uh, broadcast, we talked about what the April numbers were, um, and, and they were soft, right? We were down a lot of it because most of uh, uh, the businesses here were shut down, hotels were shut down. There wasn't a lot of traffic coming into town, but week after week, we've seen that activity increase. So if we took a snapshot of what's happening today, um, right now in the condo market. There's three three thousand three hundred and twenty-seven condos on the market, and out of those, six hundred and sixty-seven are under contract. That's twenty percent. Now, if you remember last week, we had this conversation. The week before that, we had the conversation. That number's been increasing, so we saw a good bit of spike in number of pendings over the last seven to ten days. So now, now we're starting to get closer to a normal level in the condo market. A normal level in condos is twenty-eight percent, is what we've been averaging. Uh, pendings out of what's out there on the market. So right now we're at 20, slowly working its way there. Um, and now I want to come back to the oceanfront because I want to have a conversation with you about specifically the oceanfront condos because that's a different scenario. Uh, looking at, at single family homes, 5,661 homes on the market. Again, this is the entire Grand Strand. Um, and out of those, 1,960 on the contract. That's 34.6%. That is a normal number. Okay. I mean, that's what we would, we've been doing for the last three, four years. Every single month, it's right in line of what normal level is. Um, so that, to, to me, when I saw that number, even though single-family homes were not hit that much over the last six weeks, I mean, that's a very strong number considering we just opened up fully. Well, not even fully yet. We just opened up uh, this past Monday. Um, you know, what, what are your thoughts on that, Greg? Uh, like. You know, what's the strength of, of the single family homes right now? Well, you, you know what? I, I think what's happened here is we've had a we've had a significant supply issue for the last couple of years. Right. We, 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 we really have. I also think, you know, remember, you your 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 numbers are the number of pendings that are in the market right now. So if you go back a few broadcasts ago. We talked about builders, how much building inventory they had. Builders had kind of a, a large uh, a stand, a level of standing inventory. And what the builders did in the last couple of weeks, they got really aggressive. I mean, I could, I, I've got emails in my email box, in my inbox that says, if you bring me a buyer, we'll pay you 
an extra $5,000 worth of commission. This is on new construction. New construction. Okay. And on top of that, they'll give my buyer $10,000 for closing cost. It's like, wow. Okay. So on a, on a 300, on a $200,000 house or $250,000 house, they're going to give my buyer 10,000 and they're going to give me 5,000 above whatever commission they were going to give me before. Guess what happened? Every real estate agent in town called their buyers, every single buyer and told them this deal's not going to last long. You need to jump on it because the $10,000 bonus or, or incentive to the buyer wasn't going to be forever. It was going to be if they wrote a contract within the next, say, two weeks, or it had some sort of stipulations on it, it had a deadline. So kudos to the developers and the new construction sites, because they actually did something and they created a lot of demand and they put a lot of their standing inventory, they put it under contract. Absolutely. And I'm glad you brought that and that's showing up in these numbers right now. Absolutely. Let me give you a number on that as well, because I broke it down, um, single family homes into new construction. 43% of all new construction homes out there right now are under contract. Oh, so that's a percent of new construction are under contract, but yeah. only 34%. So if we okay, were to- 34, 34 total, if yeah. you broke it down, new construction is 43, resales is 28. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. there's there there's your answer. It's like okay. So what happened now? Now what? Now the question becomes, and for those of you, I hope that you'll tune into this every single week, because um, what what's going to be interesting to see how do they how does they how do they sustain that? Right. Because at some point they they've depleted their standing inventory. Now they don't have to build those incentives in there to get their inventory under contract. Then. We'll see, we could see a little that number kind of come down again and um, go from 34% overall to kind of creep down a little bit more because really what happened is to, to get it to where it is, it was almost like they shot a little steroid right. into, the, uh, into the market and it boosted the market really quick. So is that sustainable? I won't make that prediction. Um, we will stay tuned into these numbers to see exactly what happens. But I will tell you on the short term, if anybody's thinking about selling a residential home, please call us right now because there's buyers lined up. There's very little inventory. And I say that sincerely because you will get more money right now while we're in this situation. Now, as these numbers, as the number of pendings, the, the, the percent of pendings to the active listings continues to rise, then that just makes it more of a seller's market. That's all that means. It translates to seller's market, meaning sell it faster for more money. We're still on the seller's market when it comes to single family homes, but you mentioned okay. something really interesting to me. Will they, be, will they be able to sustain that, the new construction, the builders? What I really wanna see is, will they, now that inventory is starting to get depleted, will they ramp up their building now? Yes. Right, because those guys do a lot of research about the economy and what they think is going to happen. And I want to see what their confidence level is in the market and the economy. And this will show us if they, all of a sudden they start to ramp up their development again to increase inventory, that tells us they're, they're very uh, optimistic and very uh, bullish on this, right? If we see now that they've depleted inventory, they kind of settle back in and just play it safe. Then that's a, that's a big sign as well. Letting us know what they think. Okay, so here's what we'll do, Abe. 
and I just put this down on my uh, my list is um, next week. Let's report on building permit numbers. Okay. We can we can access that. I know exactly where to get that data, and we can evaluate building permits, and we can see at what's the pace of of new builder permits. Because in the event that we see wow, there's a spike in building permits, then that tells us that these developers are really confident that they're going to be able to sustain. If we see that there's a there's a decrease in building permits, then that might give us a different story. That might say, hey, they were actually being defensive. They did this to wipe out their inventory to reduce their exposure. And now they're going to be cautious at building new construction. Um, again, I don't know what that that answer is today, but next week we will be talking about that. Absolutely. And we've had a couple of people comment that they are coming down, uh, which which I think it's great. I mean, all of us have been locked up in the house for a while. And, and if you want to come down and enjoy the beach, that's great. Um, Art mentions, you know, part of the reason for all this uh, pending is interest rates being so low. And that's absolutely one of the reasons. It, 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 you know, I mean, look, we, we have been talking about interest rates being low for the last five or six years. I mean, it's been low, but I literally have um, one of the agents in, in the office was talking to me about a buyer and their buyer locked in an interest rate under 3%. It was like 2.87 or 8.9 under 3%. That's incredible. So there's there, there's no way that interest rates are not playing a role in this. Now, the, the, the concern will be like in a couple of years from now is do the interest rates have to go up a little bit more, you know, just to sustain and, and, and have a healthy market? I don't know. I'm really not really concerned if they go up to three and a half or four percent. That's still a great interest rate compared to when my dad was selling real estate and it was 18 percent. And I've actually owned properties at nine percent interest rate. So like to me, this is like free money. Now, some people will kind of freak out if they ever see four percent because their whole their their entire buying experience has always been in the 3% range so they may freak out but the reality is is that's still a good interest rate but right now if you want to buy property you can your buying power is much more than it's ever been absolutely i actually had a contract uh, put a house on the contract this weekend at 2.875 and i was surprised oh, to see that number. maybe you are the agent that's maybe I was the one <laughs> <laughs> yeah all right well great let's let's go back to the condos then Right, okay. you know, looking at the condos, so inventory last month uh, for the condo market went up nine point three percent. Right, it's understandable. A lot of these units were not accessible. Um, buyers are not excited about buying a condo, not knowing whether they can even rent it this year or not. So we saw that dip. Yeah. So that that puts us at a five point nine month supply of inventory. So we've been in the seller's market when it comes again, not single family homes. That's a different story. When it comes to condos, we've been in the seller's market for a few years now. Now, once we hit the, the six-month mark of inventory, that gets us into a neutral market. Yeah. And if this continues to happen, that's going to put us right into a buyer's market on the condo side. Now, I broke down the condos, uh, specifically on the oceanfront as well, and you and I have talked about this offline. Uh, right now, there are 1,434 ocean condos, oceanfront condos on the market, only 160 on the contract. That's 11%. Mm-hmm. So to, to me, that, that number is very concerning because we know a lot of those condo owners have mortgages on these condos. We know a lot of them have to make those mortgage payments, the HOA dues, property taxes, and a lot of expenses associated with it. Um, we, that number needs to go up. It needs to go up soon. Yeah. So, yeah, the challenge with the condos is the expenses are fixed. 
for the most part, right? Their HOA fees are fixed, um, but the revenue is not. It's variable. And unfortunately, we're dealing with uh, the threat of lower revenue. So uh, with, the, uh, with the expenses being the same, you know, who knows what's going to happen? Like, you know, unfortunately, like what happens if people find themselves in a bind on their oceanfront property? Heck, a lot of people are, are finding themselves in a bind in their own personal homes right now. Maybe they've lost jobs or gotten laid off or pay decreases and they're stressing about their own home in, a, in another state. So then all of a sudden they have a second home or a condo down here that's going to have less revenue and their expenses are still piling up. We're really afraid that we're going to start seeing some default in HOA payments. If that happens, then you got to figure out or, or ask yourself, where, where does that money come from? Usually it comes from an assessment scenario. Okay. Again, we're going to keep our eyes on that. We'll report that to you, you know, as we gather more information, but that is something that you want to think about. Back to the 11.15% of properties that are on the market compared to those that are listed. That is a little bit up from the previous reporting though, right? That is correct. Yeah. So last week we were at 10%. The week before that we were at 8.9%. So it's slowly working its way back. Um, but still 11% is very anemic. That's a, that's a very low number, but we'll see what happens this week and next week. And if yeah. that number gets back to normal. Yeah. And, and one of the things that I can say on this is through my conversations within the office is this, is that these numbers are following the, the trend of the, uh, you, you just gave me two weeks worth of numbers. Right. Today's the 12th. So we're, we're right there at the first was the first wave of like some sort of opening. And then with last week, we had a little bit more of an opening in the market, right? So it's like, as we opened up, I can tell you what we're experiencing. We had buyers that were scheduled with flights or drive uh, driving you know, uh, schedules, booking of hotels. We had buyers in April that had to cancel those appointments. They had to cancel their flight. They had to cancel their, their plans to come down. That were real buyers. They're buyers that we've already talked to, have appointments with, were pre-qualified and were ready to buy. Even already narrowed properties down. They just need to come down and see them. Well, what we had to do is we had to put the stop on those buyers and say, you can't come down, right? Well, some of the increase that I'm, I'm assuming, I'm speculating that we're having right now are not necessarily new buyers to the market. These were buyers that we had to artificially put on or officially put on hold, not because of desire, not because of qualifications, because the condition that they couldn't travel here. Right. Now, so some of these sales that we're having right now are really sales that we would have had in April if this stuff would have never happened. And it's like kind of catching up. So we're making some new sales from new buyers right now. And we're adding the buyers that we were going to sell in April that moved into May. So technically, we've, we're experiencing May buyers and April buyers in the month of May. So I think it's natural that that number will go up. Again, it's all about counterbalance. It's like in April, we had no buyers. In May, we have some buyers. And what's happening, this thing just slowly kinds to balance out. We don't know exactly what that's going to look like, where the scales are going to tip in a few months from now. But one of my explanations as to why we're seeing a little boost on the ocean front is because it, we're including two months of sales, but it's, it's all being recorded in one month of May. That makes sense. And we'll see what happens next week. So the numbers should still continue to gradually rise, hopefully. It, it, 
It, it, it should. It should. Uh, again, you know, the the challenge that I'm the, the, the if, if somebody was to ask me, Greg, what are you afraid of? I'm afraid that in a building there may be three or four people that are suffering financially that may end up selling their property a little bit lower price than they normally would have. And then that sets a new comp. Yeah. That's what I'm afraid of. Okay. Um, will it happen? Hope not. I've, I've seen it happen before in a, in, in a downturn back in 2007 and eight. Surely don't think we're even close to approaching anything like that. But I think it's fair to talk about. I mean, this is kind of an unbiased, uh, you know, real estate show that we're putting on here and just want to report the, the, the realities that, uh, that are either there or things that may be a reality in the future. Absolutely. Okay. Well, that wraps it up. Any uh, final points? Uh, you know, no, I, 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 well, I guess, yes, I would say that, you know, please stay tuned and share this, uh, th this broadcast with others. I hope you see that this is not a sales uh, presentation. This is not, I'm trying to get your listing. This is not, I'm trying to sell you something uh, that you don't need. This is just being a local real estate service, being a contribution to property owners, you know, that own out here in the Myrtle Beach, Horry County area, and hope that we can guide you and make better financial decisions with your real estate assets. Absolutely. And if you have any questions, please reach out, let us know, um, yeah. no matter what they are. Absolutely. Okay. Well, thank you all for your time and have a wonderful uh, rest of the day. Okay. We'll see you next time.